Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. feeling all the feels today oh are you now so we just got back from dallas we did i mean not that i'm feeling jet lagged or anything but i'm definitely feeling lagged i did feel extra tired this morning however i did take like a three hour siesta not a full-on nap because my bedroom door like window is right next to your outside garage area where you have the basketball goal so when I got home yesterday, the girls were immediately like, hey, can we go play with Brian Watson? They're outside. I'm like, that's the best idea you've had all day. You get out there and you Bye. play. <laughs> and then for the next, I don't know, hour and a half when I was trying to take a nap, I hear this. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> I mean, the giggles were great and it was awesome. So I was like, this is great that they're not inside the house doing this. But I was like, this nap is not going to happen because <laughs> all I hear is like basketball, basketball, like that's a foul basketball, basketball, like. Go team, go. So it was so funny, but I was like, this is so nice. This, this is great. This is, yeah. It is productive, but not productive. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but Georgie and I were like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. We're fine. It could be worse. <laughs> could Always. Be worse. And yes. the thing was, like, I didn't know that Ruby Jane and Wyatt have now started playing one-on-one. Yeah. Which he was like, she's, this is so sweet. I mean, this is, this is why I love this kid. He'll come in and he'll be like, mom, I won, but she tried really hard. And I made sure I told her that. I was like, well, you know, you play a little bit more basketball. He goes, listen, she just practices a little bit more. She'll be beating me anyway. He just has like the best mentality when it comes to his sportsmanship sportsmanship is on point. Yeah. And competition and always celebrating the other person. I was like, I just love it. I've never, I, and he just, that was just unprovoked. Yeah. We were just like, ah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm feeling the feels. We just dropped Gabby today, but it was just so amazing to, to yeah. have that experience. So that was, was last week. That was last week. So and don't push pause yet. Right. If you haven't pu- haven't played it, yes, go back. But later. I think we should probably give a little backstory on like how the trip transpired. Because oh, yeah. we kind of last minute booked this trip because we were talking to Gabby and she was like, I think I can fit you in. Keyword is I think. So we had not solidified a time, Mm -hmm. but we were very committed to saying like, yes, we're going to go. We're going to make it happen. So we hopped on a flight Saturday morning, got to Dallas. Well, saying yes to this, hold on, was Mm -hmm. a part of our vision for this year. Mm -hmm. We wanted to do more of this. Like if we have an opportunity, we're just going to push our chips in. Right. Because we have mics, we have a laptop, we can travel. We're mobile. We can go. We can come to you. It's possible. So we were like, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to go. But we just have to be aware that like it when she says yes I've got time we've got to be able to go so we decide when we get there we're gonna go grab some breakfast real quick we <laughs> and a couple of Bloody Marys later <laughs> talking about life but we needed Bloody Marys we did we really did uh we get a, a notification she's like sorry my my schedule is super booked today I'm not gonna be able to get you in tomorrow is probably a better day and I looked at Brittany and she and I was like she just bailed and she was like what what do you mean? And deep down, you're like, I feel like this was going to happen. I just, I knew something like this was going to happen. And I was like, we tried so hard. We're going to need another Bloody Mary, man. We're going to need to just pick it up. But so, you know what? You can't cry in a tree. Yeah, you can't. Like, yeah. It just, it was fine. Yeah. We had a good mentality. We, and that's, we did. And so, you know, I immediately was like telling Dan, I was like, oh, because he was with us on the trip too. So he was like, what's your plan B? I'm like, well, plan B is like, if we could talk to her parents, that would be really cool Mm -hmm. because that's a, you know, we're both parents. That's a good aspect, you know, a good little angle we could take on the podcast. So if we can't get Gabby, let's talk to her parents. 
So he reaches out to Gabby's dad, who he knows. And the dad was like, did she say that she was going to do the interview? And Dan's like, yeah, you know, that's why the girls are here. And he's like, "Uh uh-oh, hold on. So we were like, uh-oh. We're like, we don't want to get her in trouble. No, no, no. We don't want to get in trouble. So they're like, no, no, no. We're going to make it. There's some, she's got some time in the afternoon. So if you guys can come to us, like this could make, we could make it work. You just have to, we were like, we will go wherever you need us to right. go. So you just tell us a time and we are there. He's like, can you be here in 20 minutes? I'm like, we'll be there in 18. Like, we'll, we ski skirted. It was right. really, really, really funny about this is that when they were talking about the magnitude when she steps out of a hotel room like it is like a, a movie star at yeah. these cheer events it's it's crazy so like she just gets bombarded so it wouldn't be 20 minutes for her to make it over to us exactly so we had to go to her that was part of the problem was the logistics weren't conducive for her to leave a hotel room get to a, another spot get to like so we were like we get it let's elim- we'll take that part of the equation out and we will come to you they were so sweet and so mm-hmm. accommodating i mean we had the best time with her and her family just yeah the whole family the was whole there. family was there it was so adorable it was amazing yeah, um, they're so it, cute. It, it was a yeah. great experience um big shout out to dan kessler yes. and dan really did kind of sprinkle in his dan momentum yeah and with charm yeah. <laughs> and slight pushiness right. no, you just and a, dad just a guilt. heavy hand of yeah right because <laughs> it's that dad mentality of like you know this is a teachable moment a right <laughs> and then like if you don't take the teachable moment like if right he's yeah. like it, it was just perfect it was great yeah we could not have done that no 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 because we came from the place of like she is super busy like we're we're not guaranteed that this is going to happen so we didn't want to push we're like we get it but if you do have time that opens up let me know and then it just took a little bit extra effort on Dan's part but it was we just went shopping right so we were like there's Dan Dan was making it happen while we were shopping (laughs) we were trying to retail therapy our way out of you know what we just went through but it was great uh, I'm, I'm really pumped about that. Yeah, I know. So, and it, it turned out to be an amazing episode. Like I really, I love it on so many levels, but she's just a great little ray of sunshine that mm-hmm. just a positive light. I mean, for any industry is one, but for cheer is fantastic. But just for human, just nature as a generator, I don't know, as people, people just need to listen to her because she's got a lot of really cool things. To at say. 22. At 22. Right. I know I wasn't dropping knowledge bombs like she did. At 22. I didn't have that kind of insight. No. Mm -mm. I was like, just dang girl, buy (laughs) buy me a shot and (laughs) call it a day. Call it a day. (laughs) But no, she, she really is working hard. She, I think that you see, she just like, I don't have, I don't know what's next. I just know that I'm pushing myself forward in the best way I can. Exactly. And I'm like, you do you right you're doing a great job exactly she's she's a great role model Mm -hmm. she celebrates even other people in the industry she's appreciative of every opportunity she's been you know allotted and she's very thankful of where she's come from i mean she Mm -hmm. understands that you know she is she has had a lot of great help to get to her to where she is now and that and she's not like a it's about me it's i take you know what people have given me and i apply my work ethic and then that's the result and i'm like yes girl took me until like 38 to figure that shit out but hey i know <laughs> you at like, 22, 22 you go do you boo boo you just do it yeah but you know if she's 25 then 
That's where the magic happens. Exactly. And today we have Lisa Edenbach from 25 Again, who is joining us today in the closet. So thank you, Lisa, for joining us. Lisa's like a local celeb. She is. Do you ever get stopped like in Target or are you like, hey, you're that lady on uh, on, On TV. Okay, here's what's really, really weird. Like people used to tell me all the time, you look so familiar. And this is before Mm -hmm. I ever did commercials or anything. So I must have a familiar face. But I do get stopped a lot. And they think they know me or they, or they keep looking and they're yeah. like, and I just sit there and I'm like, well, I don't know, you know, and then finally I'm like, okay, I do our commercials on TV. For, oh, yes, that's it. I knew I knew you. I knew I've seen you before. <laughs> well, I mean, you are, I think you have a beautiful face. Yes. You're like, yes. where do I see that face? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm just glad this face is on uh, radio today podcast, not, not TV. It's raining outside and I got my scrubs on. I look scrubby. It's <laughs> eggs. Honestly, I get a girl. If I could wear scrubs every day, I mean, I wear leggings every day, which is honestly like the right. The same, yeah, right. Well, no, it's fun because if I feel like dressing up, I can dress up. If I feel right. like it's like wearing your pajamas to work. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> oh, I've been in the office and you're wearing like four inch heels. I was like, I know. Yeah, like, and, then, <laughs> and then some days I see you in scrubs. Right. right. Know. <laughs> it's, nice, it's nice to have that choice. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So Lisa is. Um, they have 25 again, which it, she's going to talk about that here in a minute. And they offer a lot of services. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brittany and I use Lisa for Botox. She does ours. <laughs> and we get asked all the time because when people are like, you do Botox? I'm like, yes. And yeah. like, you can't tell. I'm like, thanks. Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, right? She does such right. a great job. And you have such a, um, you're just so honest. Like, because we've been to other places who have just sold us more than we need yeah. and we walk out feeling like this is not right. Yeah. So I, you you have a very, we always say like you're very conservative with it. Yeah. You don't give us more than we need. You like to go less is more. And if we need more, you come back for right. it. So you I always really put more yeah. in. You can't take it out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do. Yeah. You and so many it. people are getting Botox over Botox and they don't really need it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some people are diluting their stuff and so uh-huh. they have to give them more. So there's, I'm like, you know, I want to give you, the least amount that you can have get your bang for your buck, so to speak. Right. You still look good because I want you to come back and I want you to refer me. That's the way mm-hmm. business kind of works. And I mean, Botox is just one small aspect of our business. In yes. fact, Ted and I argued about it in the beginning about he didn't want to do Botox or any of those services because I don't want it to seem like a girl spa, you know, because we treat yeah. men too. Mm-hmm. He didn't want men to come in and feeling like it was a, a, med, a, a women's med spa. Right. right. So we don't really advertise it. So most of my, you know, you know, is, is word of mouth. And now, finally, after, let's say we've been in business since 2011, nine years, he's kind of like, okay, because he wanted me to quit. And I'm like, no, no. I'm not. No. I, I enjoy doing it. Yeah. The members love it. It was first just members. And then people, mm-hmm. are, you know, my friends caught on. And some of them I only see when I do their Botox. <laughs> but um, but no, I love it. It makes people feel good. And, and I think I do a good job because people are like, yes, I just, no one really notices. I don't look overdone. I just look right. refreshed. Yeah. So that's my goal. But yeah, exactly. it's a very. Which is the point. Yes, right. Exactly. You're not supposed to well, look I tell stretched people, or I, No, I want to be over Botox. And I honestly tell them, you said I'm honest. Yeah then please don't tell people that I did your Botox because I right. don't want people to think, well, I'm not going to her. Right. You know, that person looks overdone. Yeah. So I will ask them not to tell who did it if, it, if they it, want that. Well, I do have a I Botox question. Yeah. Um, so say you're new to the Botox game. Mm-hmm. By that, you've never had any kind of injection. Um, mm-hmm. So what can you expect out of that? Because mm-hmm. I get this question a ton. Mm-hmm. I know you do too. Yep. Because the people are so fearful, maybe fearful of needles, what the what it's going to look like. Um, can you kind of walk us through the process? Because 
I know I can speak my elevator speech, but yours is probably much better. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You're the one doing well, the, the, the needling. So yeah, <laughs> elevator speech is probably too long. But there are a lot of people that come in uncomfortable. And I tell them, I promise when this is done, you're going to be like, is that it? I have never had anyone pass out on me. So I... One guy almost said, I'm like, don't you ruin my record, but right. you set up. I was fanning him. I'm like, uh-uh, we're not going there. Not today. But, <laughs> but um, and I've had people come to me because they refer me because they like, she will make you feel comfortable. So I take a mirror and I hold it up and I say, what's, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go over the whole face mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about what bothers you at the end of that. So I want them to know exactly what I can do. I don't want to know what you want yet. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, because then they'll be like, well, what about this? What about this? So then I have them make the faces or they look in the mirror like, don't make a face. And then like, now look like you're mad. And then I say, that'll go away. Now act like you're telling a story and you're surprised. You know, do you want to see that? And I'll say, well, that'll go away. And then I have them smile. And then I'll tell them what we can do from the, you know, bridge of the nose down, which is a little bit of lips. There's a muscle that runs like a triangle that can do a little bit of the turn when you start Mm -hmm. to get older. Um, I don't do filler. I used to, and here's where my honesty comes in. Um, We are so busy with our medical care and have been since 2011. I got behind in getting trained for everything else. I could Mm -hmm. do Botox in my sleep and I could do Juvederm, just a filler. But the thing is, you may not need Juvederm. And I don't want to tell you you need Juvederm because that's the only one I can do and I'm going to sell it to you. Right, right. So I will refer, I mean, there's thousands of them now. And I'm just like, you might need Juvederm. That might be the best one. But if it's not, so I just kind of, and I wasn't doing it as often. So I just kind of let that go. And, And again, I just, I don't have time to get trained on everything else. I don't have time to breathe. Right. <laughs> most, most days. And going okay. to that, like, so you have a background in medical. Yes. Let's talk about that a little yes. bit. Well, okay. So let me tell you why I went to nursing school, which is kind of funny. Um, I was 17 when I went to college, so I was a baby. I uh, loved it when I told my dad, hey, I'm 17 and I get to do what I want. That was really sweet, oh, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <my kids. laughs> but anyway, so I had no clue what I wanted to do. I changed majors. I don't know how many times. So in my junior year, my roommate comes home and she goes, she had not decided yet either. And she goes, I think I'm going to go to nursing school. I was like, I think that sounds good because I always have a job. Yeah, there you go. And, um, I always be able to get a job. And if I marry some loser, I hadn't met Ted yet. I mean, some days I think he's a loser, but I hadn't met him yet. (laughs) And so, you know, and there was no passion. There was no, I mean, this is what I have to do in life, but it really, really worked out well for me. So I started out in the NICU, which is a blessing too, because that is, it was an amazing experience. Neonatal intensive care unit for those who are not medical. But, um, I worked at Baptist East at the time and the director of Norton's came over and she gave this big speech and said, here's the deal. We have too many nursing students that are going to get jobs out of school. So if you do not already work at Norton's, do not apply. You will not get a job. Well, Baptist East only had a NICU level two, which is really just oxygen. And I really wanted to do the big stuff. I was like, wow, but that's really what I want to do. So I go home and my roommate at the time was an HR and I put together a resume and I was like, but I can't apply. And then I thought, you know what? Why can't I? Right. I walk myself into Norton. I knock on the door. I ask for Kim. I can't remember her last name. And they're looking at me. They're like, who are you? I'm like, nobody. And they're like, the best. Do you have ever? Right. Right. Do you have an appointment? I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. So I 
plopped my resume down and I said, here's the deal. I want to work in the NICU. I know you said don't apply, but I have nothing to lose. And here's my resume. She goes, go upstairs for an interview now. I love it. I got Yes. <laughs> yes, you did, girl. I, yes, I mean, did. And yeah. I love to tell yeah. my kids that story because sometimes if they want to give up on, or, you know, some don't let someone tell you you can't do anything. Right. What was she going to do? Fire me? No. You didn't have a job. <laughs> it didn't work there. I didn't work there. So right. it didn't matter. And I, I got the job. I had an amazing experience. Um, after my daughter was born, unfortunately, my mom passed away two months later. So I decided not to go back to work and stay home with the kids, which is a whole nother challenge of a, of a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, you have this brain that you want to use, but I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm very, very thankful. But once she went to kindergarten, I thought... Yeah, just pop that in there. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I thought my brain is just going to mush. So... Got back, but I didn't want to work weekends and holidays. If I was fortunate enough, I didn't have to. So I went back to work for a couple of doctors, and they were doing kind of dabbling in hormones, doing some, you know, facial stuff, just little stuff. And one was a surgeon, one was an anesthesiologist, and they weren't really into it. And and so they ended up closing the business, and I come home, and my husband's like, well, let's, you know, you're passionate. You do weight loss. I was heavy as a kid, so weight loss is my passion. People look at me now and like, you don't know anything about weight loss because you've never had to lose weight. I'm like, oh, no, have you seen my 12-year-old picture? I mean, I look like a boy, and I'm 20 pounds overweight. Um, so I started working out when I was about 12. But anyway, back to um, to my husband. He was like, well, I said, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse practitioner. I have to go back to school. I can't write a script. He goes, we hire a doctor. Right. Dummy. (laughs) I mean, you know, he's an entrepreneur. I'm medical. And I was like, oh, so we interviewed doctors and and that's how it began. We began in Fern Creek, which is where I grew up. Mm -hmm. We had an office. We shared an office um, um, in Brownsboro. And then now we have seven, including. Yeah. Yeah. We have Springhurst. We have Fern Creek. We have New Albany, Lexington, uh, Crestview Hills, Cincinnati and a whole support team. So now, and Ted, oh, and a pharmacy, I forgot about that. Yeah. Ted is definitely the growth. I mean, if it was me, we'd still be just in Fern Creek, probably. Right. <laughs> right, right. But he's, you know, he's like, we've he got a vision. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, can I just, can we just stay in this lane? But, um, you know, that's, that's what Ted likes to do. His background is he's had a business since he was 12. He had a lawn care business and he sold it when we got married. Um, and then he was at the house not helping with the kids. So I was like, get out. Go. Seriously, <laughs> right. I mean, you're gonna have to do something if you're not gonna help with the kids. Right. Yeah. Pick yeah. up or whatever, you're gonna, you're gonna need to go. Right. So he literally rented some space, put on a suit and tie every day and didn't have a job. <laughs> God love him. I know. We God, love you, Ted. I know, God love Ted, right? So Can you see Ted? And he uh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. because I wanted him out of the house, he was driving me crazy. Right. But he started a mortgage company, which was great. Um, and then after we sold that is when we started, um, it was originally body shapes medical. Mm -hmm. And then we changed the name to 25 again, because you feel like you're 25 again, you sleep, you have energy, um, your workouts are better. Um, your, your, your marriage is better. Your, you know, your sex drive goes up all, all the things that you have when you're 25. So that's the philosophy. Your hormones go down as you age. I always say if you're 35, still working. If you're 35 and above, you might need us. If you're 40 and above, you definitely do. No one comes in without low hormones. They just don't, unless they're on hormones. Yeah. Because sometimes people are like, oh, my doctor says I'm okay. Yeah, well, you're not optimal. You're okay on the low end. You want to be on the low end? No, I want to be on the high end. I want to sleep better. I want to have more energy for my kids. I want to live longer. My mom died of ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's preventative medicine. So, and we have cancer all in our family. Ted has uh, diabetes, high blood pressure. So all these things, um, you know, hormones help prevent. So we got on the preventative side. And then here in the last year and a half, we started doing concierge medicine because Dr. Reyes, our new 
medical director was like, here's the deal. The hormones are great. You all are doing a fantastic job. But the problem is if they've got high blood pressure or high cholesterol or diabetes, you're saying go see your primary care. Half of them don't have a primary care. Mm -hmm. And if they do have a primary care, (laughs) then um, they're putting them on medication. And he's done studies and he showed us, look at these medications. It's, It's it's called big pharma, if you will. Yeah. And look what it's doing to their kidneys and their liver and their pancreas, their internal organs over years. It's, it's basically killing them slowly. Right. And look at the meds I use and they're very alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, but look at what the kidney and the liver and the, you know, all, everything is still functioning the way that it should. And we were like, wow, we never, yeah. you know, that's not part of our training. And hormones isn't part of doctor's training to begin with. Sure. I've sat with many a physician and I'll say, you know, and they look at me and they're like, no, that's why I'm here. I'm like, oh yeah, duh. But they don't, yeah. they, they don't know. It's not, it's not taught. You can't patent a uh, bioidentical drug. So big pharma is not going to go after that. Um, that's why we started our own pharmacy as well to make sure the formulas that we have, because um, they're all, can all be a little bit different. If you need a tweak on your progesterone or estrogen or testosterone, we know exactly how to do it. Not People don't have to use our pharmacy, but it's easier when they do because sure. mm-hmm. our pharmacists can tweak exactly what they need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not a one size fits all. It is a custom tailored to you absolutely. to fit your needs. Absolutely. Okay. And men are much easier to fix than women. I mean, they are just so simple. <laughs> Why is that always? <laughs> I know. know. Well, I mean, we, not, you know, we've got progesterone and estrogen and testosterone, the three major ones that we have to get balanced. And your balance may not be my balance. Mm-hmm. And if you're not menopause, actually, the easiest woman to treat is the one in, in menopause because we can get her estrogen exactly where we want it. Well, guess what it's doing throughout the month, mm, you know, sure. when you're when you're Flying doing it naturally. Place, yeah. yeah. So unless you have a hysterectomy, we, you know, your estrogen is going to go up and down with your monthly cycle. The only thing we can do to help that is give you the progesterone, which saved my life, got me off antidepressants. Um, I came off of those or went on those after my mom passed away. We were best friends, talked every single day. Um, so that was tough, but, um, I was on them for a very long time. And then once everything got balanced and in my way, I was able to, to get off of those. Mm-hmm. So wow. it's been a journey. Um, anyone out there that thinks it's fun to work with your husband? I was going to ask. I was, that was the next question. I was like, okay, guys, we got to talk about something serious. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. So Ted thought it was going to be, I guess we both did. We thought it was going to be fun. You know, he's always been on the business side. I've always been at home. Um, we had counseling. We had lots of yeah. counseling. Um, we cannot work in the same office. Mm -hmm. Um, we would get in fights and meetings like Ted is, you know, Ted's used to be in the leader and, and I say this and this is going to happen. And I'm like, Oh no. I mean, most employees don't talk to him the way that I do because, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, no, you're not going to, I get home. I'm like, you're not going to talk to me like that. Right. You know? And so it, it, it was, it was very hard process. And the kids were younger at the time. They're like, Oh my gosh, are you all going to fight about work again? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. How long are you going to talk about it and what kind of fight are you going to get into? Well, because you know, you're bringing so much to the table. So much You know, to the he's table. bringing yeah. the business, you're bringing the medical. You're right. like, listen to me and my expertise. He's saying, listen to me and my expertise. Right. And y'all just button heads. And, we and still then you fight. bring it home, which yes. is different Whoa. than like, yes. you don't have a pause button, you don't have a break. It you is 24 seven. Exactly. It is 20. I mean, yeah. you know, when you own your own business, you, work more than most people think anyway and then when you work (laughs) with your husband we are constantly talking about it I mean there's always changes and I will I'll scream at him I'm like go sit in that seat you have no idea and he's like well you do the marketing (laughs) you know and I'm like I get it I get what your struggles are but you're still I mean the staff is like thank you because 
it's I, at least thing. I know their side and he really he truly doesn't so it it still is a struggle but um we've we've made it work for nine years now yeah well obviously because <laughs> you have an abundance of locations and right. new right. members every day yes and a growing team yes so something's working the partnership is working yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> behind the scenes you're like listen i just want to rip his face off yes <laughs> thanks to the counselor <laughs> right. yeah. exactly yes <laughs> huge fan of yeah. all oh, things oh i think all oh. i don't care if you work together or not i think every yeah. marriage should have a counselor i yes. really do I mean, I wholeheartedly believe that someone tells you their marriage is perfect. They're either lying or haven't been married that long. Exactly. Sorry. Right. No, it's true. It's It's totally true. It's true. So there's always something you can work on and communication. Yeah. Can always be better. So, and I mean, we just really had to fix Ted. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot of women would say the same thing about their spouse. I really do. No, I I did. I was fair. I came to the table and was like, I know I'm not perfect. I mean, I'm mostly right, but I'm not perfect. So, um, I see what you're saying. I totally agree with that. Like, yeah. there's been some sessions and I'm like, do you see it? Yeah. Like to the yeah. therapist and she's like, she's like, she's, but she's partial. She's not partial to anybody. So she's like, listen, here's where you need to grow. Here's where you need right. to yeah. grow. And I'm like, but you're really on my side. <laughs> <laughs> you see it, right? Right. Like I'm like locking eyes. I'm like wanting her to like. <laughs> like right. Right. Like, see, this is the example I was telling you about. Remember? Right. Remember? I'm like trying to talk with my eyes. Right. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Um, But going back to, so back to women. Yes. We're multi-dynamic people or, uh, you know, gender. Sure. Right. Yes. Um, What are some signs that women might be experiencing that might be hormonal related? Because, you know, we're not, you're not their doctor, but maybe something that they may consider um, looking into if they want to look into hormone therapy or my or. best example is when my friend came to me and said, if I feel like cutting up my family and putting them in freezer bags in the freezer, do I need hormones? <laughs> well, I love I your mean, friend. You know, yeah. right. no. I mean, funny, but I mean, yeah. you're tired. You're, you don't have a, a sex drive. I mean, I actually, I mean, we can be honest here, right? Yeah, this is not a kid show. A, it's no, a like I remember apologizing to Ted, like, cause you know, men always have a higher set or I feel like most men have a higher sex drive. Like, and when I, finally got that I guess back I don't know if I had as much as when I got on the testosterone I was like okay this is why you I mean like I felt it and I felt sorry for him because I would say no so much Mm -hmm. and and then like it was all of a sudden we were on the same page about and then that's a great feeling for a woman to to not just be there okay you know so many of my friends say that still that aren't doing they're like oh and i'm like i can't wait yeah <laughs> can we have a nooner i mean like you, right right and these these yeah. women are like rolling their eyes and like oh my gosh you know can i hire somebody and i'm like it's sad but you know your sex drive isn't there your your energy levels aren't there your workouts you know i'm 47 years old and i feel like i'm in pretty good shape mm-hmm. And I don't know that that would happen without, especially my thyroid, which is not a weight loss drug, people. Yeah. Kentucky. Um, (laughs) It is not. But if you're doing the right things, and is this still going in and out? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. If you're doing the right things, okay. If you're working out and you're doing the right things, things are going to come together. And I don't know at 47, because everybody's like, oh, once you hit 40. So I'm biting my nails at 40. And, and, you know, maybe it still will happen at 50. I don't know. But so far, I've been able to maintain um, staying in shape. And I I think it's due to the hormones. The testosterone helps with energy and, um, you know, muscle tone. A lot of men, I mean, obviously men get a much higher dose. But these men are working out and they're not 
not getting the muscle tone, but back to women, um, estrogen. So hot flashes, that's a huge one. Most women will have hot flashes and that's a telltale sign. If you have hot flashes and you're still cycling, it could be low on progesterone. Mm -hmm. So many women suffer from, um, postpartum depression. Guess what they need? Progesterone, a big old fat dose of it. Mm -hmm. And that would be gone. And it's sad that we haven't, you know, again, it's a, it's a, right. We haven't embraced that. They, they want to, put them on antidepressants. I mean, most physicians are not you know trained what, though, like I that. I did read just recently, it was just this past year, yeah. that there was a new postpartum drug put on the market. And it was... Uh, Progesterone? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it's Mo- not mostly, most, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. it was heavily like pushed into the public. Right. Like, you need to try this. And women were having amazing results it's all they need mm-hmm. and and sometimes that's all they need to some women that miscarry mm-hmm. uh some women that cannot get pregnant it's their thyroid people don't know that thyroid is linked to infertility it's so many things thyroid not just energy and dry hair and dry skin and um and metabolism it, yeah mm-hmm. it's so it's so much more it's blood pressure it's fertility i mean thyroid and your regular doctor will say well you're normal well what's normal your tsh that's inactive. How about testing the T4 and the T3 and the even Dr. Reyes has brought more to the table with that thyroid globulins or something. That he's more advanced than me. But it's crazy what people don't. Oh, my doctors. And I just I laugh. I'm like, yeah, but you're still having symptoms, right? right. You know, and they're like, well, they're better. OK, you want them to be better. Or you want them to be gone. Right. And they're not looking at the active form of thyroid, which is T3. They're just think, oh, we'll give them some T4. We'll look at the TSH. The T4 will convert to T3 which is your active form of hormone of thyroid. Well, if you're when you're aging, most of the time that T4 cannot convert. So you're not getting the benefits, the full benefits of your thyroid medication. Mm. And it's, you know, it's a combination of T4 and T3 and they used it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, they stopped using it. And now the endocrinology society just wants you to use T4. So we'll start there and it never hardly works. And then we add it, you know, because we've got to follow protocol and then we'll add in what we need to after we show that the signs are still there. Sure. So, um, you know, a lot of doctors are just not trained on it. They just know, like I said, when I sit down with physicians, it's crazy how much they've never been taught a hormone in school. They don't talk about it. Dr. Neil from California, love him. He's kind of our guru. He came out, we did a seminar. We we flew Dr. Neil out and he did a seminar for our whole entire staff. It was amazing. Um, And I love it because he used to be an ER doctor. And he said the reason he got into hormones is because some nurse came up to him and said, hey, can you give me some of that um, armor thyroid that my friend's taken? And he's like, why? And he goes, because I feel better. He's like, no, you don't. He didn't believe it. And he's like, it's in your head. And she's like, no, I feel a lot better, which, by the way, is a combination of T4 and T3. Okay. Um, (laughs) And so he's he's like, okay. So he gives it to her and he did notice a difference. So then he started researching hormones. Then he started putting progesterone in his pocket. And when women came in with postpartum depression, he'd give it to them they'd walk out fine. <laughs> so he started researching, you know, he's been around forever. He's written books. Uh, Neil Rosier, if anybody wants to, I mean, there's tons of books out there. I mean, it, we're not the only people doing this. They've been doing it on the West Coast forever. Yeah. Um, so it is real. I mean, it, it's the medicine is preventative. It's, it's fantastic. And then adding the concierge services on top of that has made us even better. Now we can take care of your blood pressure and not ruin your internal organs or your, um, you know, uh, diabetes or cholesterol 
cholesterol or whatever it is, or if you're sick, you don't have to go sit in the waiting room for an hour. Or guess what? We're not going to see you next week. We're going to see you today. Right. Um, we only Which see, is huge. It's yeah. huge. Let's just talk about that. You, I yeah. mean, you only see, they only see eight to 10 people a day. And when their schedule gets full or their members, we call them, gets full, we'll hire someone else or open another office because I don't want them having 500 members and then they can't see them. Right. And then that's no different. But you know, regular physicians, they're not making any money anymore. They have to see 60 or 70 people a day. You walk in, you say you're tired, you have no energy. I can't, you know, my kids and I can't keep up and they write out an antidepressant. It's not their fault. Right. They, they just think you're depressed, mm-hmm. but you're not. And and maybe you are. Right. There's a time and place for those drugs. Sure. You know, sure. uh, I'm not knocking them because they, you know, they, they, they have do, helped and they, do, they, they have, do work. Yeah, right. absolutely. But a lot of times once you get the hormones straight, I mean, a lot of people like we have a weight loss, weight loss program. Sometimes people don't always say start with the hormones and see what happens if you're doing the right thing. And then we'll add the weight loss in, you know, if we Mm -hmm. need to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. We've saved a lot of people. I mean, I can't tell you how many from surgeries. Yeah. You know, my shoulder was killing me. My knee was killing me. And I got all this weight off or whatever. Um, So it's very rewarding. I had a guy walk in one time. This is one of my favorite stories. One gentleman, um, it was around Christmas time. And he said, I can't remember the last time I enjoyed Christmas and I'm enjoying it this year, the Christmas season. I mean, I was like, it just, it's, it's so rewarding. I mean, to hear people say that and you walk in and people are happy. And a lot of times we'll have people come in and they're like, Oh my God, that lady was a bitch before her hormones. Now look at her. I mean, you know, now she's nice and she, I mean, seriously, her relationship's better or her husband's going to come because he can't keep up with her. That happens a lot too. Well, I'm going to tell you, I mean, just from, our standpoint, I mean, Dan went through the hormone mm-hmm. therapy yes. um, a couple of years ago and he lost 55 pounds. Right. I mean, I felt like I got my husband back. Right. I was yeah. ecstatic. I mean, yes. he felt like a new man and he's like since, I mean, he's kept it off and he's, you know, he's a happier person and like physically, I'm like, you've got two young kids <laughs> and you started fatherhood late in life and I totally right. get that, but like you owe it to them to do everything you can to guarantee that you can be around as long as you can. So if you don't make a change, you're not going to make, you're not keeping up your end of the bargain with these kids. Right. And I, you know, speaking of being around, I want to be around for my kids and their kids, you know, like I want to see, you know, preventative again, I'm cancer all over my family. Mm -hmm. And and progesterone is actually preventative with um, ovarian cancer, which they just found out a couple years ago. um, Cause it's, it's preventative against a lot of cancers and women that think they have breast cancer in their family think that they can't do hormones. Oh no, it's actually the opposite. Mm -hmm. You need to do them bioidentically though. Synthetically is not good. I I watched, I've been to many seminars and a physician stood up and she used to be an OBGYN and treat, you know, women and young girls. And she's like, I realize I'm putting these young girls on birth control and what am I doing? Why are young, younger women getting cancer, breast cancer? I'm setting them up for cancer. Some of them, she said, I had to stop doing it because I knew bioidentically it's matched molecule for molecule for what your body makes. So you don't reject it. Um, synthetic, it's so funny. People are like, why did my doctor only let me stay on it for two years? My hot flashes went away. Now they're back because it's synthetic. And there is proof mm-hmm. that that can or will cause cancer right. if you're on it too long. Oh my! I've been on uh, uh, proje- or hormones since I was 39. I've been on them for eight years. I have no plans of stopping. I don't have to. There is no risk. I mean, I'm, there's benefits. Right. So, um, and so far I'm healthy. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Going back to that, so this in the medical community, mm-hmm. I think it is becoming more well-known. Of course, you said more on the West Coast, and it's trickling slowly yeah. over here. So obviously, you've had some like naysayers or, or people that have myths. Are there any oh, sure. myths that you want to debunk oh. here about hormone therapy? Like, 
you, that you've heard, and you're like, okay, let me just, can I just clear the air here? Right, right. There's lots of myths. There's um, one, women think they don't need testosterone, or they don't know that they have it. Um, men don't realize that they have estrogen. Um, people think that, I, I, I was out one night at a bar, and I will never forget, this woman came up to me, no, sorry, she was sitting down, and she tapped me on the shoulder. I thought she was going to do the whole, you know. You, do you know? Do you yeah. know? Yeah. And she was like, you know you're killing people. And I said, excuse me? She goes, those hormones, they kill people. I said, let me tell you something. You obviously don't know anything about hormones. You, she's like, well, I work in something, something. I was like, oh, you mean the synthetic hormones? You're absolutely right. They do kill people. The hormones that we do are different. The hormones that we do, it's called, and, and you know, I'm explaining in this to this really, really drunk woman. <laughs> like, I think I could literally have She's went, a yeah, yeah, like, right. like blown on she's like well i'm a nurse and i go you should probably educate yourself before uh, you talk to me my mother died of ovarian cancer and if you think for one second that i would be in a business that i thought for one second was killing people you're sadly wrong i miss my mother every single day what we do is preventative so once you go back to where you work and ask them what kind of hormones that you do because i guarantee it's synthetic and you're right but get educated about what you're going to speak about so there are people that, you know, and women that think, oh, I had breast cancer in my family or I've had breast cancer. And sometimes we can't treat them if they've had breast cancer or a certain kind of cancer. They have to get clearance from their oncologist and we usually make them wait at least five years. But we have articles from a physician that's like, I had breast cancer and I'm on hormones and I'm not stopping. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's it, there are there are a lot of myths. Um, some guys are like, oh, I don't want to get that big. Well, if you don't go to the gym, you're not going to be uh, He-Man, so don't worry right. about it. <laughs> you're good. You probably yeah, you're good, need bro. to lift. Yeah, you yeah. probably need to lift that barbell if you're going to, you know. Yeah. So some men think they're going to get too big. But, you know, I, I think the biggest thing, especially with probably 55 and older, is is the synthetic thing. Because they did use them for so many years, and they still do. And it's just sad. I just want to scream out, don't do that. Right. You know, and I have an 18-year-old daughter, too. And we talk a lot, and we're very open and honest with each other. And she does she does not need birth control at this time. and But someday she will. So I reached out to Dr. Neal, and I've talked to him about it. And there are some that are better than others. You know, but you, want, you, know, you don't want your 18-year-old or whatever, obviously, not going to college and, and having a baby. So there's going to come a time when mm -hmm. I, we're going to have to make some decisions on on what to do. So um, yeah. that's kind of scary for me as a mom. <laughs> sure. But, as we, but we have information now, which right. before we, we had a pamphlet. Right. We had a consultation with a doctor right. who only knew what was in the pamphlet. Right. So, I mean, I, I get it. But now that we have, you know, there's more access to better information. Right. Well, I think collectively we can make a better decision that's going to fit our family and our lifestyle and to right. see like what route we can go. It's not a one size fits all. And I'm, I'm glad that that conversation is now becoming something that we can talk about. Which leads me to a great point, because like, you know, when you go to your physician and you get that five minutes, I mean, aren't you thinking to yourself, wait a minute, you know, because he's telling you like, wait, I hired you. Like, I mean, they don't you don't look at your labs at our place. Your first consultation is an hour and a half. We are educating you. My job is to educate you. My job is not to tell you you need to go on progesterone or, or you should or whatever. My job is to educate you what progesterone does and what estrogen does if you need it and testosterone. And then you make that decision. People come to us all the time and they're like, my doctor's never even told me what my labs mean. They just said my thyroid was fine. If I'm going to tell you your thyroid's fine, I'm going to tell you because here's where the TSH is. It's right. supposed to be between 0.45 and 4.5. 
the lower end is better, you know, and, and so we, we are educating the, the community and it's, it's crazy. Even doctors and nurses, um, they don't, they don't know, they don't know about what's going on in their body. And, and it's really just spending that time with them an hour and a half to two hours on their first visit. And then as much time as you need afterwards, if you've got questions or something's off, you need to call. I mean, we don't want you out there going, Oh, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe it's not, maybe we need to switch some things. I mean, there's going to come a time that I had an ablation, so I don't cycle anymore. I don't know when I'm going to need estrogen. I haven't mm-hmm. started really having hot, but I'll have to get labs done, you know, so there's going to come a time when I will need that. But now that I, I'm educated, so I will know when I probably need labs or what the symptoms are. But a lot of a lot of people don't, and they're so afraid of their physicians. Like, well, I don't want to make them mad. Like, I don't, you know. Or they'll they'll go and be like, oh my gosh, my doctor said to come off this that it's gonna kill me. Uh, this lady walked into my office. I'll never forget. Three years in, and she's crying. She said, my doctor said that uh, my, this thyroid, blah blah blah. And I said, Lisa, you've been on it for how long? She's like over a year. And I said, how'd you feel when you came in? And she's like, like crap. I said, how do you feel now? She's like, I feel amazing. And I was like, I am not in the least bit surprised that your doctor said that. Right. Because some of them are all, or they're like, yes, they're all for us. They're our cheerleaders. And mm-hmm. some of them are like, get off that stuff. And I'm like, you have to decide for yourself. If you want to come off of it, you go right ahead. But do you feel bad? I mean, how? and she's like, no, you're right. I feel amazing. You know, like, and so it's, it's just, I guess it had been her primary care. So now I'm glad that we're the primary care as well. Right. We're not going to say, you know, oh, you know, be afraid of that, obviously. So it's nice to have, to have that whole aspect of the, of the person and not just push them away for the disease states that they may have. And quite frankly, Dr. Reyes is a genius. I mean, he has found, he's found thyroid cancers before people even got started. And oh, they wow. yes, and they've had them for a while because people aren't doing the right testing. They're just doing that little TSH. I mean, it's so much more in depth, and then it gets explained to you, and that's nice when you're, you know, someone that wants to be educated. Sure, and I feel like that's kind of one of those things you want as a patient. That's like, your yeah. I, I don't want five minutes of my doctor's time. Right. I want the full scope, right? Because I need to know because I want answers, right? And then you could tell your friends, well, I'm on this medication because of this. I don't know how many people I'm taking it because he or she told me to, right? You don't know why you're on it. You don't know what it's doing. Nope. Yeah. nope. I just, <laughs> right. Just what you tell me to take. Yep. Tell me to take it. And can I, I just want to go to this hierarchy of thought because I, I, it's a passion of mine. Just recently, <laughs> not recently, but I always find that I'm people make blanket state statements like, um, okay, I'm going to take yoga instructing for example. There's a thousand ways probably to get into one position. I'll tell you one. You explore the others on your own and right. do what works best for you. Right. When I go into a physician's office, you do feel that you can't question the person trying to guide you. It is kind of like a hierarchy of thought. Yep. If you brought so if I'm sitting in front of my physician and I'm saying, what about these, you know, hormone therapy? And if so-and-so would back to me, felt a little challenged, then I would probably be, believe them. I'm like, right. oh, okay. Because you have the medical degree. Right. You know, okay. But that no one knows your body better than yourself. Right. Exactly. And yeah. you have the right to explore anything that makes you want to feel better yeah and you have the and right questions. to ask questions ask, exactly yeah. yes yeah. Yeah. you, you, have the right you are questions. the one paying them right right, <laughs> right. you know right. they're not paying you to sit there in fact uh, you probably sat in their waiting room and wasted your time where you could have yeah. been at work and, and and again it's not their fault they're not educated about it and they don't have the time to do it they don't have time to sit down with four pages of labs and explain to you what's going on they don't they can't and it's sad but 
and you're not saying not go to a physician. Like no. you're, you're like yeah. you should. I mean, you know, you're whatever, just giving another, another, another option, another option, right? Another mm-hmm. option, and an option that will help you understand what's going on. And now an option where I, I can say, and we can be your primary care. If you if you don't have a primary mm-hmm. care, we can now do that too. You don't have to. You have, I have one friend that's been doing hormones for years elsewhere, and that's fine. She goes, but I don't have a primary care. So she's coming to us just for primary care. That's fine, too. I mean, yeah. you yeah. know, in, in some in younger people, obviously, if you're, um, you know, trying to have children or whatever, we tell you the the benefit or the, the, the risk of that. So, you know, there are some people that can't get hormones or, or shouldn't get hormones until a certain point in their life. Mm-hmm. And we're always ob- obviously very honest about that as well. Sure. Now, you did mention something about infertility um, mm-hmm. and, and how is it? Progesterone helps. Progesterone helps. Like with miscarriage too. Miscarriage, yeah. Progesterone helps with miscarriage. A lot of women just don't have enough. And so they'll have all these miscarriages and they're like, oh, they're progesterone. Um, A lot of women that cannot conceive, um, they've, they've tried everything. They've done everything under the sun. And there's a whole book about it about women and and it's just their thyroid but they've been told their thyroid's normal because they've only tested the tsh right they don't have enough of the t3 and doctors tend to believe if you're young you don't need to test the t3 because you're going to make enough look it's an ever-changing world our son was low on testosterone he's 21 now we can't give him testosterone Mm -hmm. because that's going to shut down his normal production but there are alternatives he was on hcg for a while which naturally increases your testosterone um and it, it doesn't it doesn't shut your um natural supplement off or whatever but it, again it's there's there's we don't treat infertility by the way <laughs> well, and that was that, that right, was my, right. no, my no, question no we don't exactly. because here's the thing if, if we did and then someone had a child and something was wrong with it guess who they would blame sure. and they would yeah so that's not something that that we treat but if a woman came and something was off with her thyroid, we would treat her thyroid, but not for fertility reasons. Sure. Yeah. But it could you notice a correlation. Yes. Yes. And we wouldn't okay. if she wanted to have children. Testosterone is uh, detrimental to um, a fetus. Would never put a woman that wants to have children unless she's on birth control or she doesn't. They definitely don't want to have children, you know. Sure. And we always talk about that and then they have to sign something no we're not right. going to have children or don't want to and then if something were to happen and she became pregnant then you would just come off of it i mean it would have to be long term for yeah. for it to have really really bad effects so um yeah the benefits obviously for 35 and above if or way outweigh and, I, and not even risk like some people are like what are the risks and i'm like i really the risk are to me they're not i mean you know from what i read it's just all beneficial um some people are like well what about side effects i'm like well most of the side effects are the good side effects your energy level i mean those are the side effects exactly Uh, and you know and 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 sometimes um women like there's a cream and you might get a little hairier there um so there are some things that you have to take note of um and just make sure that they're comfortable with that but again the communication between a physician or nurse practitioner or nurses that are educated is always there. So you never have to worry, you know, oh my gosh, I can't see him until next month. Yeah. You'll be able, I mean, you, I mean, there's phone calls on our appointment list so that they can just talk. And some people don't even come in the office. They just do phone calls. A lot of busy, busy people just want to do phone calls. That works too. Oh, I can get sure. down with that. <laughs> All day. It's uh, nice. Especially if you're feeling, you know, you've been on it for a while. You're feeling great. We still schedule you for at least I think it's four times a year now at least mm-hmm. you have to have a physical once a year um we have people that fly in because they have to have that physical right you know and then they treat them over um over the phone for the rest of the year and then the next year they'll have to come in so it is nice for busy people that maybe don't have the time to come in sure so 
Yeah. Yeah. I really like, I mean, I love this kind of idea and mm. it is kind of where everything's flowed. If we can Uber eats <laughs> right. our way through life, <laughs> we should have a concierge service right. for, right. Our, exactly. for our bodies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, there's telemedicine, you know, I mean, we, yeah. we, we uh, we'll probably add that at one point too. You know, we're always looking to add and the pharmacy's great. We deliver everything. Like I said, 24 mm. to 48 hours. I know. It's right. I will say this pharmacy go to the mailbox. Legit. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> we go to the mailbox and I'm like, Oh, there's, I mean, <laughs> there it is. it's turnaround nice. time. I'm yeah. Like, Dang, it's like 36 hours. You right. all should do a tour there one day. We, our friends that came in from out of town, we took them on a tour. It's really cool. The pharmacist there is just a genius and he takes you through and shows you the room where they make everything and don't touch that and don't walk in that door and put your booties on. You're like, should I even be in here? Okay. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> but it's a really nice facility and they're very, very well educated and anything that we don't have, they can get just like that. Now, if you're sick, you probably want to go pick it up and you can it's not a i mean you can walk in there but you know might be easier to go to walgreens or whatever sure. yeah. <laughs> if you're true. not feeling good yeah you want your antibiotic right now you don't right. want to wait 24 to 48 hours this is true this is true <laughs> okay. and our supplements I, can i talk a minute about those sure. i was gonna okay, no, okay. You gotta talk about okay this. yeah so you were at our um uh, our little botox party that we had and we have a supplement guru and the reason we picked this company is because we did a lot of research so i can put vitamin d or um, anything melatonin on the shelf and no one tests it no one cares it may or may not be boosting you know your vitamin d um, they test have everything tested in fact they have caught companies trying to give them filler and because most most vitamins are filled with filler and so there's really not much of what's supposed to be in there and no one's testing it except this company says uh-uh we want to know that what we're putting in your body actually is working. And we know that by the test or some of the tests like vitamin D3. We know if we give you vitamin D3, if it comes from us, your levels are going to go up because it's actually in there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the slew of supplements that we have, I mean, she can work with you with ADHD, Alzheimer's. I mean, um, it, it, she's amazing. You spoke with her for how long that night? And could uh, you not just ninety minutes? Right? Could you not just follow? I could follow her <laughs> I was around like, all day. Out. Oh, I mean, and sometimes I'm like Kathy, your your nursing brain is you know like here. Mine's I mean you know right. like, like the chemical formula. You know I mean right. she knows it all. She's, she's just, and, and yeah. she I don't know if you've ever emailed or texted her. I'm like, were you just waiting for my email or text? I mean seriously, book. you get a book back, and she yeah. will sit down with you as well and go over what supplements. I mean, if you've got heartburn pepsid and things like that it is pulling the calcium out it's terrible over oh, long term it's pulling the calcium out of your bones i mean it, it, it's terrible for you and she can put you on a regimen that helps that um i have a friend that's bipolar she has a whole regimen for that i mean you know so she's very educated and she's very dedicated she's been to lexington for me to sit with people she's i mean it, it, she's great so she's uh, welcoming she's not yeah. overbearing i want to no. put i want to put that out there because it was because some of this is so much information it is it is a lot of and information you feel like overwhelmed yeah um but i did not feel like that i felt like i was my she was fielding the things that i wanted to know about which was like collagen and stuff like that. And she taught me a lot about collagen, yeah. which I, I did not know about. Yeah. It's interesting. You won, you won the, thank goodness you won the, uh, she won the supplement. I'm like, the this could have been a better person. And I, I, will say, I know. And I will say, um, <laughs> I have really loved being on like the regiment now. Like I don't, I'm really bad about taking them every day, but what I've really enjoyed is that I have seen a difference in my energy level. Good. And my skin. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. yeah. And you have breakouts. Get one of those little things where it says AM, PM. That oh, she, increased my... She's got like seven. Oh. <laughs> it's weird. I know. It's like well, my I thing was, too. I, I wasn't love a, it. I wasn't a pill taker either. I was like, there is no way, but it, it becomes robotic. Yes. Like now, I just pull out that little, you know, and I know what I have to take in the morning. I know what I, vitamin D I have to take with lunch. So that's in my lunch, you know, and it's just... I don't even think about it anymore, but I will yeah. tell you that that's why we kind of start slow too. That can be very overwhelming. Like, oh, you don't take a pill? Here's 50. No, not right. 50, but seriously. I can't do that. That's like lunch. You know, yeah. No, <laughs> it's and, filling me up. Well, and Kathy will tell you, you do have to think about it as your food. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you're not getting a lot of nutrients anymore from the food like you used to. So you have to consider that right. your, 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 you know, nutritional uh, body is getting that from from pills and it is it's sad but it's true right so um but yeah she's great and she she'll sit down with anybody she'd do a phone call um she'll do anything and she'll get back with do you, you have to do split. like labs with her first or no no no, that, no labs just, with her okay Mm-mm. cool no now she's giving you vitamin d or something she'll want to know what that level is because there's some that you can have a toxicity level so you have to be careful and there's some that Ooh, if you yeah. take too much you're just going to pee it out so and that's with most of them so you just pee yeah, yeah. Pee don't pee. think you know ted's always like oh it says take two i'm going to do four i'm like that doesn't but mean that two, buddy two yeah, not yeah. four it drives me crazy do you ever know. get and this is totally random but like i call it highlighter pee where after you've taken vitamins oh your yes vitamin, your oh pee's like super yellow yes. like a highlighter yes I'm like, or after one of our fizzy sticks yes i'm like it's working <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not taking vitamins and you have that you're dehydrated so drink some water <laughs> but yes it is very bright you're like yes. woo i can light up a room with that exactly yes i love that kind of stuff i'm like I'm like, like yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i do think that and sometimes i forget to take them and i'm like oh man i forgot i know you know i notice a difference when i'm on vacation i'm not as good at it and and a couple days in i'm like i feel my it. vitamin d right. like you know vitamin d is it's help um it helps with weight loss people don't realize that um your vitamin d levels and this is another crazy thing can be from 30 to 100 we optimal and people come in and unless you're under 30 your regular physician won't give you any vitamin d they'll be like you're fine well no we want you 60 to 80 that's optimal that's where you're getting your bone strength that's where you're getting the you know it's the happy hormone yeah um if you're you know in the summertime it might be a little bit higher but honestly unless you're in the sun naked for 20 minutes every day you're not getting enough and i'm sorry 30 just isn't enough and we want to make sure you don't go over 100 so we keep it that 60 to 80 range um it's a fat soluble vitamin so you have to take it with food a lot of people don't realize that usually people need five to ten thousand IUs and most physicians will put you on maybe one or two it might get you in that 30 to 40 range if you're lucky oh wow so yeah. I know I don't know why they're scared of it check my vitamin D yeah. <laughs> very cool. I know. and there's I'm so, like, there's, like, yeah, there's so many vitamin? things that you can do you know like I said we don't treat infertility younger people with hormones generally but there's so many things that you can do without hormones if you don't need them or don't want them or you're scared of them that can make you feel better DHEA is a precursor to testosterone a lot of people I mean, men that can't have it or don't want it, they try that. The levels go up. Energy, you know, a lot of it helps with the free testosterone as well. We can get your free up without getting the total up. And I don't know if you want to get that complicated. You're Sorry, just nerding out on this, and I love it. I know. She's so excited. She, I wish she could show you like how excited she is to talk about this stuff. It's amazing. I know. Isn't it fun to talk? I mean, well, it's it fun is. to and talk about it. People, when yeah. we were at Dan's birthday party, I remember this couple. She's like, "I'm so sorry to talk." To you. I was like, "Oh no, I'll never come up and talk to okay. you because I don't want to be like, oh my god, here she comes again. She's going to talk yeah. to me about those freaking hormones and vitamins." But when you ask me. I'm going to talk to you it's all like night. I can't yeah. help You're it. like, hold my wine. <laughs> going in. I mean, seriously, I love talking about it. Yeah. It's, it's, it and again, when you go in and you see and in the letters that you get, you save my life. Yeah. We've had suicidal people, lots of them. And, you know, once their hormones are right, 
that turns around. Yeah. And I actually heard people say I contemplated suicide before this. Um, one of my girlfriends, unfortunately, that I grew up with, we were best friends um, growing up and I'd seen her here and there. She had moved away, came back, had kids. I'd see her out here and there, always happy. I mean, I never would have thought a thing. And she kept saying, I need to come in. I was like, yes. And she ended up committing suicide, unfortunately. And I'm like, man, why didn't I push? You know, like, I know it wasn't my fault, but I'm just, maybe if I just pushed her and she got those, she had uh, postpartum depression. And maybe if those progesterone levels, maybe they were just rock bottom and she didn't know. And we talked about it, but she was, you know, I, I I didn't know, obviously. And, I still wonder if if that if she could have been saved um, because so many people have said I was on the edge and this saved my life. Yeah. So, you know, when you we're friends with you outside of yeah. of the closet, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go way back. Uh, and you know, when you meet Lisa, friends listening, you immediately notice you have a huge compassion chip <sighs> in your in your body, and yes. it is amazing that you could you definitely have such a caring soul. Um, I've always been very amazed by that. Like you, you talk to someone like they're the only person in the room. <laughs> and I think that that is a gift. I know that it definitely is. Yeah. I, I know that I feel it. And, and I can only imagine how your patients feel. Um, but I do want to touch on one thing, losing your mom. Mm-hmm. Cause if you've ever talked to you, to you for more than five minutes, it's right. probably one of the topics you'll bring up. Sure. Um, how much did this, that affect you moving into this hormone therapy or even into this business? Was that a huge, huge? Cause like I said, after she passed away, I was lucky enough to be able to stay home. So I didn't have to have a babysitter. So I'm like, I'm no one else is raising my children. Um, except my mom, I would have let my mom help me. You know, I would have probably worked part-time or whatever, but I just flat out quit. I just emotionally, mentally, I, I just, I couldn't handle it. Um, crazy things went through my head. Um, I'll just run away now because then my kids won't remember me and they won't have to feel this pain. I mean, that's how much pain I was in. It was awful. Mm-hmm. I remember Ted apologizing to me because he's like, I would make fun of you for being on the phone with your mom every day. I'm sorry, you know, and he's like, I just wish you could call her again. And, you know, so it was, it was huge. So for a long time, it was just such a state of depression and what do I do with myself? Um, and then someone introduced me to Arbon, and that's probably what actually really not probably not the job that I took after, but they introduced me to natural products and progesterone, um, and pre- a little bit a little bit of preventative and and healthy stuff. So I got I kind of dove head first into that, and then I realized, wait a minute, there's more to this. You know, they they're obviously not physicians. It's Arbon products, and they're great products. I, I love them. Um, but then I started doing research, started working for those doctors, and then I just started researching on my own because it, it wasn't really their passion, sure. but it became mine. So when I realized that it was preventative against cancer, especially because it's funny, I was closest with my mom's family and everybody I feel like dies of cancer. My dad's side, we're not that close with, and you know, they've got heart disease. So I'm surely I'm going to, you know, fall over with, have a heart attack and not get cancer because I'm so worried, <laughs> so worried about cancer. But, um, I think the preventative side is is obviously what drove my passion and the weight loss. I was heavy again. Like I said, my mom called me pleasantly plump. You're not heavy, baby. You're pleasantly plump. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was. I and and I had to fight to lose weight. And um, it just doesn't come easy. And people look at me now, and I am small. Um, you know, I'm in, I'm in shape. I'll admit that. And it, I had a patient. Uh, I get off the topic. Sorry. I had a patient apologize to me one time because she's. I was talking to her about weight loss. And then I told my story and she goes, I just have to tell you, I'm sorry. I'm like, what do you mean? You're not going to do the program? Why are you sorry for it? And she said, 
I really over here in my head was really mad about you talking to me about weight loss because I'm like, how's this skinny girl going to tell me how to lose weight when she's never had to do it herself? Mm-hmm. And she's like, and then you told that story. I was like, oh, girl, I do it every day. I count my calories. I work out. And she was like, I'm really sorry. And I think I probably should tell that story to everyone that I'm talking about weight loss because you're right. I probably look at someone and think, oh, they don't do it. They don't have to do anything. You know, it's people think that if you're in shape, you don't have to do anything, but you do. But anyway, back to my mom. Yeah, I think the preventative is what really, really drove me and is what really makes me shout out my story all the time because you're right you you probably can't meet me for very long and my mom not come up my my car is named judy ray for heaven's sake <laughs> right <laughs> I have a right. car that gets you gets to be named and i decided to name right. it judy ray so i could see it every day and my daughter's riley ray you said something about ray of sunshine earlier and they call her riley ray of sunshine so oh she it's funny she I, you know ray was not a name that i wanted to use um after she was sick I, I had said my whole life if i ever have a girl i don't care what the first name is that middle name will be ray r-a-e i love it so um that that's where she got her name riley ray <laughs> she is a ray of she, she, is. Is. she, she is. is she has a weird connection to my mom believe it or not there's one picture of her on the floor when mom was really sick trent's like you know two poking in her face or whatever and she's like I swear I remember your mom on the on the couch sick and I don't know if she really remembers the um, picture or but she would draw daisies for me when she was little and say oh this is for your mommy because her favorite flower um, her and I are going to get a tattoo somewhere a little small daisy and then Riley goes let's do three one for you one for me and one for your mom I mean you know and she so she has dreams about her it's really weird to think and then I thought you know Trent was almost three and I was like he probably doesn't really remember. And one day he goes, Mama was blind. And I'm like, he really doesn't remember. Mama was not blind. And so we're driving and he was like, yeah, Mama was blind. I was like, Mama wasn't blind. And then I was like, my mom's vision was so bad. She would say, I'm blind as a bat. Well, when you're right. two. Right. That's, you it, believe that. You believe. You, yeah. It's and black I, was and white. Like, I mean, yeah. I teared up. I'm like, he does remember. Like he she does. would say that all the time. And he remembers this little car that she got him, you know, in the basement driving that around. And, I, and, and again, the preventative, I want to be around for my, you know, it breaks my heart every day that she doesn't get to see the next milestone. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful you find the silver linings when you have to. She got to see him be born. You know, she's, she knows she's named Riley Ray. She's watching over us and she at least got to see them be born. You know, the only yeah. two kids I have and I don't, we didn't want any more kids, but I can't imagine having one that my mom didn't put her eyes on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So right. Yeah. Well, we just, we, I just love that story. I mean, not just, I think it made you, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was just such a big part of you moving forward and, um, yeah, so I love that you share yeah. it. It's, yeah, thank it's you. Great. Yeah, Aww. no, and she's kill him with kindness. That was her saying too. Yeah. Kill him with kindness. Because yeah. sometimes I didn't kill him with kindness. Sometimes I killed him with Fern Creek. <laughs> I hear you. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes my Oldham County comes out. Like, oh, my Oldham County is showing. Ted will be like, "Oh, are you going to bring out the Fern Creek?" Yes, I am. Okay. It's happening. It's happening. Yes. Awesome. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for sharing your story and thank all of your you. knowledge. I mean, I know that I feel like I've learned a ton. Uh, just in the short time that you've been here and definitely we appreciate you, you know, wanting to bring this to light. To well, people. thank you. I, hopefully I didn't talk too much. Hopefully people yeah, aren't good. like, Oh my God, would this she quit? It's a podcast. So you're supposed to talk. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. But still like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's telling another story. No, no it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> so thank you guys. You're welcome. And friends, we will see you next week. Sounds good.
Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.